0: article 1345 simulation of a contract may be absolute or relative the former takes place when the parties do not intend to be bound at all the latter when the parties conceal their true agreement article 1346 an absolutely simulated or fictitious contract is void a relative simulation when it does not prejudice a third person And is not intended for any purpose contrary to law, morals, good customs, public order, or public policy binds the parties to the real agreement. Meaning of simulation of a contract. Simulation of a contract is the act of deliberately deceiving others by feigning or pretending by agreement the appearance of a contract which is either non existent or concealed or is different from that which was really executed. Basic Characteristic Purpose and Requisites of Simulation The basic characteristic of simulation is the fact that the apparent contract is not really desired or intended to produce legal effects or in any way alter the juridical situation of the parties. The nullity of a simulated contract is based on the absence of true consent of the parties which is essential to a valid and enforceable contract. The purpose of simulation is to hide the party's true intent or to deceive or defraud third persons. The requisites for simulation are Letter A. An outward declaration of will, different from the will of the parties. Letter B. The false appearance must have been intended by mutual agreement. and Letter C. The purpose is to deceive third persons. The primary consideration in determining the true nature of a contract is the intention of the party. Such intention is determined from the expressed terms of the agreement as well as from their contemporaneous and subsequent acts. Simulated contracts distinguish from fraudulent contracts. The first fictitious contracts. The second are serious, real, and intended for the attainment of a prohibited result. Simulation is intended to hide the violation of law but such contracts are even generally regarded as fraudulent if the purpose is to defraud third persons with intent of injuring them. Absolute simulation implies that there is no existing contract nor no real act executed, while fraudulent alienation means that there is a true and existing transfer or contract. The former can be attacked by any creditor including one subsequent to the contract, while the latter can be assailed only by the creditors before the alienation. In absolute simulation the insolvency of the debtor making the simulated transfer is not a prerequisite to the nullity of the contract while in fraudulent alienation the action to rescind or action poly po, requires that the creditor cannot recover in any other manner what is due him finally the action to declare a contract absolutely simulated does not prescribe while the action pauliana rescind To rescind a fraudulent alienation prescribes in four years. Kinds of simulation. They are number one, absolute simulation or when the contract does not really exist and the parties do not intend to be bound at all. Absolutely simulated or fictitious contracts are inexistent and void and are not susceptible of ratification. The parties may recover from each other what they may have given under the contract. Example d is indebted to c upon learning that c is going to enforce his credit d pretended to sell his land to f his father-in-law d did not receive a single centavo for the of sale he executed and he continued in possession of the land as the contract was merely simulated or fictitious so there is no contract of sale in this case as the parties do not intend to be bound at all the sale is but a sham note non-payment of the purchase price does not by itself prove that the sale is simulated at most it gives the vendor only the right to sue for collection but the contract of sale is void where the buyer has in fact paid no consideration which is stated as speed. the most protuberant index of simulation of a contract of sale is the complete absence on the part of the vendee of any attempt in any manner to assert his rights of ownership over the disputed property the concept of inadequacy or non-payment of price irreconcilable with the concept of simulation if there exists uh, an actual consideration for transfer evidence by the alleged Act of Sale, no matter how inadequate it be, the transaction could not be assimilated simulated sale. Illustrative case contracts was entered into to circumvent the law but parties intended to be bound. Facts in order to circumvent the prohibition against donation between husband and wife W sold her fish ponds to her daughter, D, who in turn sold the same to W and H, W's second husband, and D's stepfather. A controversy arose between W and the children of H by his first marriage. W sought to recover the fish ponds. Issue are the two conveyances, simulated or fictitious. Held, no. W and D intended The two conveyances to be real and effective for W could not intend to keep the ownership of the fish ponds, and at the same vest half of them to her husband. The two contracts of sale then could not have been simulated but were real and intended to be fully operative, being the means to achieve the result desired, nor does the intention of the parties to circumvent by these contracts the law against donations between spouses make them simulated ones. The rule in pari delicto non oritur action, see Article 1412, denying recovery to the guilty parties in se apply. Number 2, relative simulation or when the contract entered into by the parties is different from their true agreement or the parties state a false cause in the contract to conceal their agree their real agreement. The parties are bound by the real agreement provided it does not prejudice a third person and is not intended for a purpose contrary to law, morals, good customs, public order, or public policy. The party delicto rule does not apply where both the object and cause are illicit and the simulation is only on the content or terms thereof. When the parties intended to be bound by the contract except that it did not reflect the actual purchase of the property, there is only a relative simulation of the contract which remains valid but such subject to reformation the fact that the amount of the annual installments of the purchase price dovetails (coughs) with the rate of rental stipulated in the lease contract is not enough reason to claim that there was no consideration for the contracts of sale and lease especially where the vendor less is continued to occupy the premises after she sold it to the vendee lesser, which continued occupancy constituted valuable consideration for the sale to determine whether a sale lease back agreement is simulated the true intention of factual issue of the parties rather than the correct interpretation of the written stipulations must be looked into examples S- number 1 c and d entered into a contract of mortgage but wanting to hide the mortgage it was made to appear in the form of a deed of sale. Here, there are two acts involved, the ostensible act, contract of sale, and the hidden act, contract of mortgage. As far as C and D are concerned, the contract entered into between them is contract of mortgage. As to third persons, the apparent contract, the contract of sale, is the one entered into. Consequently, if D is the mortgagee but is made to appear as the buyer and he sells the land to B, the latter will acquire ownership. C and D are in estoppel. Number 2. Under a contract of sale of a parcel of land, the seller agreed to a price lower than the true consideration stated in the deed of sale, where the buyer, despite the non-payment by him of the full purchase price, registered the deed of sale. Under Article 1346, the party shall be bound by the real agreement. The delictor rule does not apply as both the object and cause are licit. If the concealed contract is lawful, it is absolutely enforceable where the essential requisites are present and the simulation is only on the contents or terms thereof. Illustrative case. Third person questioning a contract for being simulated failed to show prejudice to his right. Facts. D. A mortgage debtor transferred his right to redeem an for closed foreclosed property to B. C. The mortgagee purchaser challenges the redemption on the ground that the transfer was simulated. Issue has C. The right to question the contract for being simulated in fraud of creditor? Held no, the transfer could not affect C, nor cause him any damage, even assuming that it was fraudulently executed. Furthermore, no proof was presented by C to overcome the probative weight of the public document supporting the transfer.